0: Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind.
1: My Money and Me with Sumitra Naitu on Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan.
0: Our next guest is Lebo Lion. She is the voice of marketing in South Africa. She is an expert, a digital marketing expert. She's also the host of a podcast um, uh, in Africa called Lessons with Lion. And I think it's so interesting to understand that marketing is not necessarily advertising. These are two different things. And you would find marketing experts that would always say this to you. So very interesting. Let's see if we've got Lebo on the line. Lebo, a very good evening to you. Welcome to the show hello I can't hear you properly sorry okay I'm very faint. okay let's is this better uh, a little bit okay we're gonna try and work on that if that if you are still struggling to hear us we're gonna get you up on another line but welcome to the show and thank you for giving us your time of course this is the money lessons feature and you know we had a chat earlier about you know your journey with money and I found it so interesting you know firstly that you never actually worked for anybody you always ran your own business that is a challenge on its own I mean you know Mm -hmm. people tend to want to work first get a steady income but you've never done this straight out of university you started opening up your own businesses tell me about this
1: so I've just always had this dream of being an entrepreneur and I've always been interested in businesses, how they grow, how they're founded, how you built this brand. So I feel like it's in a corner, you know, I, I became an entrepreneur because I was born one. And uh, for me, this felt like the right decision. I know for a lot of people, it seemed like a risky thing to do, but for me, it felt like the logical, natural thing for me to do. And I also come from a family of people who are also quite entrepreneurial in their own respects. So I was exposed to entrepreneurship from a very early age, and I saw how being an entrepreneur, a successful entrepreneur, can help you you know, make the money that you want and try to. Gain some kind of financial freedom and have control over your time, control over your decisions, control over your future. So yeah, for me entrepreneurship just felt like the right natural, natural thing for me to do.
0: So you were very successful over the years. I mean, you had a, you started, I think your first company was a tech company, Mzanzi Pad. Um, and, and from there you continued, I mean, you sold that company off, but what, what stuck out for me is that you never actually, you never actually managed the whole money side of it you never did any saving you didn't you didn't actually know what you were doing with the money
1: no i didn't and i think a lot of people um think that when you're an entrepreneur you're good at money but uh, being an entrepreneur doesn't make you somebody who's good at money It just makes you good at making money but doesn't necessarily make you good at keeping money you know uh so i was never really hello can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Hi, Go ahead. Hi. Oh, okay, yeah. So I was I was never really in circles where we spoke about how do you create wealth from the money that you have. For Since I left university, all I was doing I was trying to build this company. And that's all that was on my mind. And so after we sold the company, I was left with quite a lot of money on my hands. And I actually didn't know what to do with it. And I had to ask myself questions that I'd never had to ask myself before about money, you know, and actually have to start planning uh, how I'm going to use my money. How is it going to work for me? What does my future look like with this kind of money? You know, when you're very young, getting a couple of million seems like a lot. But when you really sit and think about it, it's actually not that much because you've still got six to live, you know, so you have to have a plan. And it's it's I i Looking back, it's quite scary that I had never had those conversations and never really thought about it until I had the money and I had to have another plan.
0: You were actually very lucky, though, because you didn't lose any of that money. You didn't find yourself, you know, struggling to get by or find yourself in the streets. But what actually got you there? I mean, was it just merely growing up? I mean, what made you start to think about the future?
1: So It was a couple of things. Uh, when I sold the company and I had all this money, I had to think of my next plan. And so that meant that I had to plan my future and say, okay, if I'm going to open a new business, what does that entail? Am I going to use this money that i made or am I going to find investors, you know? And what do I do with this money that I have? And the first thing that I thought of was investing in property because everybody talks about property. That's all I knew. I knew that people talk about it. They say it's a great thing to do. So let me do that. And what I didn't know is that actually investing in property doesn't mean that you're going to make money right off the bat. It's an investment. And it still has to pay itself off before it can pay you. You know, that's something that I had. That is a before.
0: long-term investment. It's, it's a, a time game.
1: Invest. Exactly. So I had never really thought about it in that way because what I was seeing in my environment was people investing in property and boom, they were becoming really rich and secure. So to me, it seemed like, okay, this is a quick investment. You just put in a lot of money and it's going to work for you. But I learned very quickly that that's not the case. And then also... I'm fortunate enough to be surrounded by people who were living very different lifestyles from me. So my family and my partner who had jobs from the beginning, you know, so they are qualified and they have nine to five jobs. And so they had retirement funds and all of those things. They had savings. And so when I when I had to question what's next, what's my next step, I could ask them, what should I do? You know, what are the things that I need to have to start to create a secure life for myself? So I had that guidance from them, which really helped. I don't think I would have been able to uh, do what I'm doing now if I hadn't had their guidance. And also, I read up a bit. You know, I went on the Internet. I Googled a couple of things. I watched a few YouTube videos, and I tried to get myself informed about, you know, what is financial, personal finance? How do I manage my finances? How do I create wealth for myself with the money that I have? Yeah, so, but it wasn't an easy journey. It was very, very tricky. What do, you, what do you have right
0: now? I mean, have you put any of that you know, the information that you gathered the advice that you got from family and friends? I mean, have you put something together? Do you have a plan for the future now?
1: Yes, definitely. I've also sought the of, guidance and advice of financial planners and financial advisors who really helped me see money differently and helped me learn how to use my money differently. And they've also shown me how to use, um, the leverage that I have from being a property investor to do other things and to ask for different things from the bank, you know? So they've shown me what I can do with the power of my investments and the money that I have coming in now. And, because I'm running a service business right now and I have to think about paying employee salaries and finding really high-value talent, I've had to change, you know, just how I view the money that comes to mind. and what the value of that contract is every time. So it's it's really forced me to look at my pricing for my business and see it differently and every time I do anything financial related I think about the long term not just the short term or the medium term.
0: I think that's one of the most um, you know most often people fail in that sense you know they Mm -hmm. do really well they get the contracts or they get the clients or they're selling Mm -hmm. their products but what are you doing at the end of the day? Do you know what to do with that money? How do you actually grow that money? How do you manage to pay off all your expenses? How do you make sure that your cash flow is consistent? How important was that for you to, I mean, where did all of that knowledge come from? I mean, I know you did a BCom in marketing, but mm-hmm. understanding how a business runs yeah. is is different.
1: Yeah, so luckily for me, you know, I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. so I got to see how business runs just generally. And when we had our tech company, we grew quite quickly and so we had to learn how to manage our employees because we had coders, we had, you know, that kind of talent, graphic designers, coders, computer guys, IT guys. That was our main staff complement. We had to learn how to manage them and how to get them to produce the right work. So I had a little bit of experience from that perspective, you know, but, but I also had support in that business because my partners, my business partners were people who were CAs. They were people who had financial qualifications. When I got into my own business, I just had to teach myself. I learn from experience. I use some of the lessons I learned from my other businesses. And I also ask people for advice. I have mentors I ask them for advice. You know, anyone who I can ask for advice, I ask them. I check other companies' business models and try to see what I'm getting right and what I can learn from them. So, it's, it really is a process of learning.
0: I know this was important for you to go out to ask people you're not afraid to do that. But yeah. how important do you think that is for people to actually ask for help, to go out, look for the information, because, you know, our pre- uh, one of our previous guests, you know, from the JAC was saying that this is one of our biggest problems. We don't, we are scared of things. We have this fear, but we are not, um, we are not interested enough to go and ask, to find out more, to get involved.
1: Yeah, you know, I think that our fear of speaking about money and our money challenges is deeply ingrained in the way we've been raised and the way we grow up and the way society is configured. So I think a lot of us have a lot of unlearning to do in terms of just our perspective and mindset towards money and uh, having the courage to talk about it. But I think, you know, as as someone who's an entrepreneur, someone who's constantly trying new things, investing in different businesses, trying new businesses. What saved me is having the courage to ask. I cannot stress the value of asking and talking and sharing information with whoever you feel like you can learn from. I think that's probably the most important thing because knowledge is power. And when you have a bit of knowledge, you can do so much. Um, so for me, part of success, whether it's financial success or business success, has been in collaboration and conversation
0: going forward i mean you you talk about the fact that you have you now have a financial planner you also read up and you know what you need to be doing Discipline is another important aspect that one needs to have, especially when you are an entrepreneur, because it's so easy when money is coming in to do as you please with it. I mean, having that discipline in running a business, making sure that the money goes back into the business and not, you know, on the next shopping spree. I mean, do you struggle with that at all? Or have you found a way to actually manage this well? I struggled
1: with this, I think, for the first seven years of being an entrepreneur seven i'm embarrassed to say that but yeah seven years i think we have to be honest with these things yeah to make it seem like it got the hang of it after a year or two years but honestly seven years i mean i've literally been an entrepreneur since i was 22. so there was a lot going on at that time and i only just turned 13 like a month ago so for me this is still very new, um, and I'm learning a lot every single day. So I, I only got the hang of the discipline part uh, after seven years, because, which, which is practically what a year or two years. And that's only because I've also, um, what's the word? I've also tried to get more responsibility in my personal life. Mm-hmm. So now I've bought a house. And, you know, I bought a lot of things that require me to be disciplined in how I manage my business finances and my finances overall. Um, What happened to all the
0: properties that you were investing in?
1: Oh, I have those. I have those. But now I feel like an adult. I know that sounds really easy, but now I feel like a real adult because now I've bought a house that has a yard. And, you know, I've bought a car that's more expensive than the other little board, you know, and I've got more high profile clients than I ever had as a as a service business. So mm-hmm. for me, I feel like I'm growing up and my hobbies have changed. So it's also changed my discipline towards my life and my finances. Um, It sounds like a small thing, but it's a very big thing. Uh, It takes a lot of maturity, and I Mm -hmm. feel like now I'm ready, so I'm making it happen, and it's so easy. Once I changed my mindset and I was ready for it, it's all just, it's happening, you know, so yeah. That stands out for me that, you
0: know, that you say that it's not a small thing. It's a big thing. Um, And it's not a small thing when we don't want to talk about our finances. It's not a small thing when we don't actually want to get the information and educate ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's not always about I don't have money to save. I don't have anyone to go to. I can't afford a financial planner. Mm. The the world has changed. And, you know, you're a, a digital marketing expert expert. I mean, you in the digital space, the fact Mm. that we have um, the internet so freely available to us, I mean, there's uh, so much of information on there, Um, there isn't, we should no longer be making excuses about getting in control
1: of our finances. You know, I think we can actually be making excuses about this and especially for millennials and younger generations because of Instagram culture and the pressure oh. to seem like you have things together. You know, I know a lot of people my age who have property investments would be spending way more money than I do, would be living a much more extravagant lifestyle than I do. But, you know, just to prove something on Instagram, just to prove that they're successful, just to prove mm. that they love a certain lifestyle because you get so much validation for that. And there's also just so much pressure to prove that you're a successful person. I don't know where it comes from. But Why do very, we
0: do that to ourselves?
1: Why do I have we do no that? Idea. I have no idea. But there's a really big sense of prove to me that you're successful by showing me your car. Prove to me you're yeah. successful by showing me your clothes or your house, you know. And it was, it took a lot of discipline for me to say, no, but my investments have to reach a certain level before I buy a house. Mm. And even in choosing the house that I bought, I could have bought a bigger house. I could have bought it in a much, a fancier suburb But I was like But what is the point yeah. You know I'm I'm single <laughs> I don't have a pet uh, I'm always traveling Why do I need to buy A big house in Bryanston It doesn't make any sense You're being so, practical I'm being practical And I still yeah. love my house It's still in a great neighborhood It's just yeah. not A neighborhood that's as expensive As Bryanston You know You can buy the car That you like But does it have to be Top of the range You're traveling all the time You're never really driving around why invest in those things or why get that
0: kind of debt it doesn't make sense and this is it I mean and this is it I mean this is also this also forms part of the discipline I mean discipline Mm -hmm. yourself not to fall into those traps Lebo it was such a great pleasure talking to you it was uh, you know some great uh, insights and advice and thank you for sharing your journey with me unfortunately we're going to have to leave it there that was Lebo Lion. she is the voice of marketing she's a digital marketing expert Host of a podcast in Africa called Lessons
1: with Lion. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu every Tuesday from eight to nine PM. Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan.
0: Rewinding, Rewinding. Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kaya.fm.co.za for more.